Hello, everyone. Let's read the next chapter of uh, Unaware uh, Connections. This is a Dave Strider point of view. I stared out, out the windows as we made our way home after finishing up at school. As of now, I was officially a student at whatever that school's name is. Hell, I wasn't paying attention and it really didn't give a damn. I had to go in on Monday morning and get my schedule set up, which meant that I wouldn't be on any of my teacher's roles. And as long as I showed up to, as long as I showed up to say that I was the new kid and slipped out, I could get away with ditching for a few days. It would be the perfect crime, but whatever. I didn't care and didn't want to think about being around people right now. I just, I turned slightly to peek at Bro. He was facing forward paying attention to only the road. We were driving down the road leading to our house when I spoke up without thinking and before I could stop myself. Bruh, do you love me? I lurched forward when bro suddenly slammed on the brakes, uh, though my arms flew forward to catch the dashboard and stop me from moving too much. What the hell, man? I yelled at him, fully turning to face him. What makes you think that I don't? He re his raised voice demanded, though he sounded scared. He took off his glasses and my eyes widened. They were fearful and hurt. Dave, I love you more than anything. All the irony in the world, all the smuppets, even little Cal, now that I'm even compared to, your, to you, you're more important to me than any of those things combined. Holy shit, that was some serious shit he just threw at you, the line. I love you, Dave. His voice lowered as he spoke and tears showed up, showed at the rims of his eyes. Though they didn't fall, but I thought, I thought Striders weren't supposed to cry. I mean, I know he's not actually crying, but still, I mean, holy fuck, I must have really, I must really mean the world to him. I stared into his eyes a little longer before looking away, not wanting to see the pain I'd caused him by doubting his love for me. I was a terrible brother, and even worse, a human being. You... you never show it, I muttered, trying to hold back tears of my own. I know. I'm sorry. I'm not the best at being a parent, and I know that I can't express my feeling correctly to you. But I'm trying. I am trying, he reassured. I told you bro was nice in this one. He's awesome. He's actually a competent human being in this one. Ooh, that part always gets me a little. Got a few tears at the prickling at my left eye. Ooh, nice. Oh, by the way, this chapter is a bit longer, so we might actually have to do this in parts. Um, we'll see, though. And what about moving here? You didn't even ask me. I thought it would be a nice change of pace. Where we are living is a lot quieter than the noisy place in Texas. There's not as many people, and I heard they're all fairly decent people, he explained, shrugging his shoulders. I thought we could both use a restart since neither of us were really doing anything before, and I thought maybe you'd be able to make some friends here or something, he sighed as he leaned back in his seat. I hate the cold, and I know you do too, but we both love the rain, and it rains a lot here. I don't know. Maybe I just knew you'd never agree because you were afraid to leave, so I never asked. I just felt that we both needed to get away, he shrugged again slightly. 
Do you, do you think I'm a bad brother? He looked back at me as I turned my gaze to him and his bright orange eyes. No, no, never. You're the best little brother anyone could ever even hope. I think I'm getting bros and Dave's voice mixed up. Uh, screw it. Best little brother anyone could ever... No, no. This is right. Screw it. I'm going to read the last line again. Do you, do you think I'm a bad brother? He looked back at me as I turned my gaze to him and his bright orange eyes. No, no, never. You're the best little brother anyone could ever even hope to have, and I'm just lucky I get to have you. Okay, so this is bro. I've been reading it in Dave voice because my voice was confused. My brain is confusion. Lol. Anyhow. No, 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 never. You're the best little brother anyone could ever even hope to have, and I'm just lucky I get to have you. You're the best thing that's ever happened to me, Dave. He spoke gently, moving his hand, hand to hold the side of my face, rubbing smooth circles on my cheek with his thumb. And honestly, I've just been worried that you were disappointed in me. I felt like I'd been the bad brother. I was worried that you'd hated me. I shook my head. I couldn't hate you. It, it bit as my bottom lip. I bit at my bottom lip when my voice cracked. He nodded and thanked me, saying the same thing, and for a moment we sat in silence. I'm really trying here, so please just tell me that you'll try too. I was trying really hard now not to cry, so I only nodded, and he smiled back, holding his arms for me. I love you, little man. I love you too, bro. There's not enough competent bro fix out there. Like, a lot of them uh, have heavy abuse, physical, mental, uh, some other forms that I won't talk about. But, um, yeah, there's just not enough fix where bro is a halfway decent human being and this is a really good one if you like uh the idea of dave re being raised somewhat happily um it's not perfect but bro does try and i really like that I love you too, bro, I replied, my voice cracking even more as I scooted over to wrap my arms around him. And he did the same. We sat there holding each other for a good while before bro unwrapped one of his arms from its place to grip the steering wheel and start driving home again. We spent the rest of the day and a fair amount of the night watching shitty movies on his Xbox, for ironic purposes, of course, to cheer ourselves up, all while being cuddled on the futon in his room without our shades on. No secrets were kept. I breathed in a familiar scent that got me to open my sleepy eyes. I looked around, only to find that I was in Burl's room, 
in his bed, but he wasn't here with me anymore. Though there was still a slight imprint on the mattress next to me, where he had been laying all night. I must have fallen asleep during one of those shitty movies, and he carried me over to his bed instead of taking me all the way upstairs. He'd probably been tired too, so I didn't blame him, and I didn't mind sleeping with him at all. Sometimes I actually preferred it. There were just some nights after that I felt better with someone next to me. I grabbed my glasses off the nightstand and put them on before heading upstairs where I found Bro making breakfast. Damn. That makes me want to be a kid again. Does anyone else remember when your parents would... Uh, I think it's called swaddling? Would swaddle you? No, I don't think that's it. Like, five to six, they if you had a nightmare, they'd let you sleep in their bed with them, or one of them would, if you had a biggest bed as me, would sleep on your bed with you. That's what that kind of reminds me of. I've kind of missed that feeling, but eh. Oi, I trailed off, not knowing how to respond to the situation. I'm... Okay. Oh, hey, uh, yeah. He gestured to the food in front of him that he was making. Breakfast. He said awkwardly, so I can see. I checked the clock at four in the ap afternoon. I cautiously stepped closer, seeing that he was making sausages eggs. Why? I asked, raising an eyebrow at him, and he shrugged. I didn't know what else to do, but I felt I had to do something for yesterday, he explained, though he sounded unsure, like he knew that wouldn't clarify anything, which was right. It only made it more confusing. Why? I repeated, and he sighed. Isn't, isn't this what normal people do when they have heart-to-heart -heart talks? Make breakfast for each other or some shit? I just, I just looked at him funny. How uh, would I know? Last time we tried making breakfast together, it ended in a strife after you sliced my toaster in half. I went two months without any Pop-Tarts. Whatever, let's just go for some steakout. Takeout. Eh, steakout still works. <laughs> <laughs> What's your guys' favorite steak? Uh, sirloin? No. I mean, if you guys like steak. Um, if you guys like meat or steak and whatever, what, what would your favorite steak be? Uh, sirloin? Um, ribeye? Ribeye's pretty good. Okay, weird little thing uh, to try. Instead of A1 sauce, use Worcestershire sauce. Don't put it on the side or anything. Just lightly glaze. Not too much either. Lightly glaze it on top. It sounds weird, but it's good. Trust me. At least it is to me.
So is lemon juice on steak. But I like lemon, so. Oh. What's your guy's favorite food? Mine's lemon. Okay, enough for the food tangent. <laughs> Wonder if I have any lemon juice over here. It's 1.26 a.m. for me right now. 12 minutes in, that's not too bad. Um, we can get down to near the end. I don't think we're, we'll finish this in one part though. Sorry, just had to check. Actually, while I'm down here, I should get something. all the good ones. Oh well, I'll take these classic potato chips.
water in this to this, right? Let's just go for some takeout. He sounded uh, upset as he walked away from the stove, which I moved for forward toward. I turned the burner off and removed the two pans from the hot one since the food looked done. I grabbed the fork Bro must have been using and picked up its sausages and took a bite of it. An action that made Bro look at me like I was out of my mind. It's pretty good. Tastes just perfectly fine, actually. I thought I didn't approve as I took another bite. Though I think if I hadn't come up, you would have set the house on fire. I laughed and he just rolled his eyes with a small, soft smile before coming to do dish up. Oh, this... Alright. I just realized something. saltier than usual though. Maybe because it's a different brand than I usually have. You know, can we stop playing for a bit and go get something to eat? I asked after pausing our game. After we finished eating breakfast or lunch or whatever that was, we had retreated down to Bro's room to play games, which is where we've been for who knows how long. All I knew was that I was hungry and wanted food. Yeah, I'm pretty hungry too. Bro chuckled and he stood up pacing his controller down on his seat before offering his hand to help me up. How long have we been down here? I asked as he, I took his hand, accepting his help. Hell if I know. He shrugged as he, we headed upstairs. I sh probably shouldn't be recording this around the fridge. I am so sorry. But I'd take a bet it's been more than a few hours. No, that's Dave. But I'd take a bet it's been more than a few hours. He trailed us. Uh, I don't know anymore. He was trailed. I think it's actually bro. Whatever. He trailed off, staring outside. I followed his gaze to see that the early morning sun was just coming up over the mountains. Holy fuck. I checked my phone, seeing that it was a little past five in the morning. No wonder we're so hungry. It's five. Well, whatever. Let's get some food and we'll go to bed when we get back. I'm out of agreement, so we left in the, it at that. Once in the car, my phone went off to reveal the dirt sped and tried to nab my attention after school Friday. All day yesterday and this morning. Active biologists began pestering today. Got it. Oh, 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 God. 
Okay, this is this is gonna absolutely destroy my voice if I can get it. some good grub. Excuse me. Hey, what's up? Are you there? Dude, where are you? So one of my friends told me that he met someone and wants me to meet him on Monday, and I'm really nervous. She's a really good friend of mine, so I want to make sure that this guy isn't going to hurt her, but at the same time, I'm kind of afraid to meet him. I mean, if she likes him, then there's no telling what kind of person he is. If he's anything like her, he could be really scary. Well, you prob you're probably busy doing other things, so I'll let you go. Going to bed. Night, God. Good morning. Still not around, huh? I'm starting to worry about you, God. But just move me back when you can and let me know that you're alright. Night. Are you gonna answer this time? Uh. Oh shit, dude. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Dude, where the hell have you been? I've been worried sick. I know, and I can't apologize enough. I'm so sorry. But me and bro had a heart-to-heart -heart on Friday after which we went home and watched a bunch of shitty movies and went to bed, and when we got up, we started playing games and haven't stopped till just now. Holy crap, that's a lot of game playing. Yeah, my eyes are so sore. <laughs> well, that's what you get for making me worry. Karma's a bitch, isn't it? You got me there. So, it's safe to assume that you and your brother are cool now? Yeah, that's good. I was worried. So, what's this about your friend's new boyfriend? I'm not sure that I want to meet him. You'll be fine. Just give him a chance. If you like him, you like him, and you can be friends. If not, then either kick his ass and tell him to stay away from your friend or accept that your friend's like friend likes him. But if you become friends with him, just to be sure to make it cl clear that position of your best friend has been taking, and if he doesn't like that, he can suck it. God, be nice. God, be nice. This is my very close friend's boyfriend we're talking about here. We wouldn't want to scare him off. What does that matter to me? You're the only thing that matters to me in that case. God. Bro stopped at the drive-thru at McDonald's, and since it was breakfast menu, I ordered some hash browns and a few eggs and cheese biscuits with a medium apple juice. Praise God for AJ and who's God? I am. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. The light is so stupidly terrible, but it's so awesome at the same time. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go soon. We're getting some McDonald's before going to bed and we just got our food. Okay, well, good luck tomorrow at school. And good morning. Quickly turned to face the window so bro couldn't see my face as I smiled. Very good morning, Dirk.
Sorry to my run viewer who's probably wants to rip their hair out at the sound of my fridge constantly humming. But I gotta eat. I don't want to pause this because it... How do I say? It kind of posts the episode and then I have to manually delete it. And I can't edit it to add more. Oh, we're not even halfway through. We're the recording software says we're halfway through. All right, let me down this chicken noodle. Alright, sorry about that long wait. Ah, I just downed a chicken noodle on air. I bet one of my viewers is gonna find this hilarious. <laughs> All right, we're going to John Egbert point of view. I was so nervous to meet this guy. It was Monday morning and I was freaking out about Rose's possible boyfriend. I had been thinking of the worst all night and hadn't gotten much sleep. I told myself over and over just, just till I remember what God told me as I waited for Rose's text. Telling us where to meet up. I, I paced in the back of my first hour. I had come here to drop my stuff off and ended up pacing and here rather than leaving to go find Rose. I signed and finally exited the room. She said that she needed to find him first, and Jade had fouled herself. All I had to do was wait, but I grew tired of waiting and went after them, even though I had no idea where they were. <sighs> Ooh. <sighs> John generally, John's a lot more wordy than Dave in this AU, believe it or not. I just saw a big text wall, big wall of text, and my brain said, finish fast. <laughs>
tentacle therapist began pestering. Ectobiologist. I found him. Cool. Where are you? In the cafeteria. Okay, I'll be there in just a sec. Alright. I suddenly got the sickening feeling in my gut but heading for the lunchroom regardless. Once there, I found Rose and Jade talking to a guy with light blonde hair and pale skin. He wore a white shirt with long red sleeves, black skinny jeans, and red high top converse, and... Wait a minute. No, really? Why? I walked up to them and grabbed Rose's arms and dragged her away from the others. Oh, you've gotta be shitting me, I heard the other boy's voice mumble. John, what are you doing? Rose asked when I stopped walking to let her go. Oh, uh, I don't want you to date him, Rose. I've had nothing but bad experience with this guy, I told her while keeping an eye on him. Now, now, now I'm saying this as your friend. You don't have to stop seeing him because of me, but I just want you to know that I'm not comfortable with it. She blinked and incredibly at me a few times before starting to laugh and pull me back towards the other two. We're not dating, John. We just met on Friday and hit it off, she explained as I looked at the guy that now stood in front of me, unamused. You, you don't say, he returned my gaze, and though I couldn't see his eyes, I could just tell he felt the same as I did, cautious and awkward. Hello, I spoke with a low voice, trying to sound more intimidating than I really was. Sup, he replied, his voice relaxed and bored. You doing any better than you were on Friday? I asked with the same tone as I folded my arms over my chest. Yeah, I am. Thanks for asking. He mocked my stance. You're welcome. I'm glad to know that you're feeling all right. I'm John, John Eipert. I didn't offer my hand and, oh my God, I felt so badass like James Bond or something. Dave Strider. We sat in a tense silence as we both glared at each other. We good here? He asked, sounding kind of upset, so I nodded. We're good. With that, we both turned up on our heels and walked the other direction. What just happened? Jade asked as we left. I'm not certain, Rose answered her. I left and walked back to my first hour to sit at the desk. I heard a frustrated sigh and turned to the door to see Dave standing there. Oh, man. Oh, I think I'm in the wrong class, he grumbled as he looked over his schedule. John! I heard Jade's voice call before the she too appeared in the doorway. Oh. Oh, are you in this class too, Dave? She asked with a cheerful voice as she peered over his shoulder to glance at the piece of paper in his hand. Human biology. Yep, John, Dave's in our class. Isn't this just great? Fuck. No. Fuck. Fuck. We both sighed. Going back to Dave Strider's point of view. It's not my body, is it? My body sounds like it's making a weird wheezing sound. It's probably... I hope that's not to something too serious. Probably passing gas. Oh well. Human nature.
nature calls. However, I'll uh, check my nature after I'm done recording. <laughs> I spent most of the first hour staring at this giant guy, wondering why the hell he kept popping up everywhere. After several more minutes, I decided to talk derp to try and calm my nerves, even though the better chances is that he wouldn't be on since he didn't like using pester jump on his phone very much due to it killing his phone. Turned that godhead began pestering ectobiologists. I hate it here already, and I keep running into that one kid. I think he hates me. As I thought, no answer. But after a few minutes of staring out the window, my phone vibrated with a new message from Derp. What? That's impossible. No one could hate you. You're too sweet. I'm flattered, E.B. But we keep running into each other when I'm being emotional, so I shoo him in a harsh way because I can't let anyone see me like that. I think maybe he just got the wrong impression then. Explain it to him and there won't be any hard feelings. Explain it? Explain it to him? Explain to a complete stranger that I'm actually an emotional person and I didn't mean it when I said that what was wrong with me wasn't his business. Sure, I'll get right on that. What's wrong with being an emotional person? I can't be an emotional person. It's not right. Why not? You would understand. It's, it's a family thing. Can we please leave it at that? Sure. I sighed and looked around the room before my eyes landed on Jade. We hadn't talked much, but she seemed like an okay person. She was a bit too upbeat for my taste, and I could tell she would get on my nerves at times, but she was busy working on her assignment. My eyes moved from her to John again, who was just putting his phone away before taking down some notes on whatever the teacher was saying. I tried to pay attention to the lecture, but I spaced out again. Staring outside, so I returned to texting my best friend. So, tell me about your friend's boyfriend. How'd meeting him go? Oh, well, it turns out that they're not dating, but they they still seem too chummy. Why do I get the feeling that not dating is a good thing? Because it is. How come? He seems kind of like a jerk. Man, he must have really done something wrong to get you on your bad side. It's not that. I'm conflicted about him. What do you mean? Why was I suddenly nervous? Usually when people s say stuff like that, it meant that they liked the person. So does that mean he likes this dude? Shit, no. Stop thinking like that. He's not, not even... Oh, The cringe. Okay, here we go. Reading this line. He likes this dude. Shit, no, stop thinking like that. He's not a homosexual, remember? And even if he does like someone else, it'd always be his best friend, right? Besides, it's not like I'd ever tell him that I actually... I couldn't tell. Well, I can tell that there's something wrong with him, like he's in pain and just wants someone to see that. But whenever I try to help, he shoves me away. It's like he hides it all by being a jerk, but he doesn't actually mean any of it. It's frustrating. I didn't answer for a while. I mean, just, holy hell, it was like he was talking about me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I should laugh. <laughs> it's incredibly ironic, though. <laughs> if you guys haven't figured this out by now, by now I don't know.
one for the Bucks. Oh, I gotta breathe. Oh. Sometimes I feel like an old man. I'm very out of shape. I'm scrawny, but I am very out of shape. And yes, I would explain myself as scrawny. I had trouble lifting a two and a half pound weight the other day. Don't even get me started. Oh, that's echoey. No, thank you. Oh, wow. What? Sounds a lot like me. Oh, I'm sorry. Chang changing the subject. What's making you hurt? How's your day been going so far? Maybe I can help. Seriously, we just drop it. I heard someone sigh sadly and turn to my right to see John with his phone out, hidden under his desk. He looked sad and a little frustrated, but I shrugged him off and turned my head away to look out the window again. Okay, I'm sorry. I just want to help you, that's all. I know I just really don't want to get into it. I understand, God. It's okay. We stopped talking after that, and I almost jumped when the bell suddenly rang loudly overhead. <sighs> How long have we been recording? 37. I'm capped at a 60-minute mark. Uh, I have a bit. The fuck is killing my storage space? Couldn't be this recording. The site records and put it, puts it directly onto the thing. I wonder if I get a virus. Oh, I'll figure that out when I'm done. My second year geometry class went by rather slowly, and we did, and all we did was play fucking get to know the new kids games. Fuck them. At least in fir in first, it was business as usual. I just had to introduce myself, and that was that. I walked with a heavy sigh to my third hour, which I was actually sort of looking forward to. Stupid language arts class, which I could usually fall asleep in and still pass with flying colors. But what I what I really couldn't wait for was lunch. My stomach was growling at me nonstop, and it was really starting to kill me. Oh, we have another Oh, we have another class together. I heard a somewhat familiar voice ask. I looked up from the floor to see John and opened my mouth to greet him, but my stomach spoke for me. I helped and pressed my mouth into a thin line as the dark-haired teen laughed. Hungry? He asked as he reached into his backpack. I sighed and stepped closer to him, filling the empty seat to the right of his. I wasn't in a bad mood anymore, so I figured I'd give this guy a chance because it seemed he was doing the same thing. Yeah, I haven't eaten since yesterday morning. I explained as he handed me a cereal bar, which I thanked him for and nodded. Why not? Long story. I shrugged as I unwrapped the treat and took a bite. And I'm uh, sorry that you've had to put up with my shit the last few days. I haven't been in the best of moods because of the move and such. There, I explained it to him. I hope Dirk's happy. He smiled brightly at me like his entire day has just been made. It's okay. I get that completely. He almost smiled at how cute he does, but forced it back. Through this series, I've went through like four different voices for all the characters. <laughs> I'm a shit VA. Hey, I don't have to worry about it too much though. Because I'm recording these for fun.
Or, you know, one I wake up at 12 at night and can't go back to sleep. Yeah, same difference, though. I am very, very lonely in my house right now. I'm the only one here. I have a roommate uh, who works nights. He'll be here in the morning. He gets out at 7, I think. Yeah, anyhow. Smell that, how cute he looks like far as back. But if we're gonna be friends, I wanna make it clear that I already have a best friend. I said strictly and he looked confused but nodded after a second. I do too, actually, he spoke softly, looking at his face grew a little red. Are you blushing? I asked, trying not to chuckle. No, he shouted, but blushed harder. You totally are. I couldn't help but laugh. So who's this best friend of yours? Well, I actually don't know. He seemed saddened by the tragic fact. What? You don't know them? He shook his head. What about their name? He shook his head and I began to get awkward. So I said the first thing that came to mind, which made him throw off his hands in his defense. That's mess. No, it's not like that. He won't tell me his name, the boy quickly added. I've asked, but he doesn't want me to know. He had trailed off and thought. I've liked a few times and turned forward in my seat as I finished the cereal bar. Cereal bar. His best friend didn't want him to, to even know their name. Just how I didn't want Derp to know mine. I guess there are more people out there that are just as insecure as I am. Was Derp just a hurt? Was Derp just as hurt that I won't tell him my name? As John was about not knowing his friend's name. Was he hurting because of me? Why was I suddenly filled with so much guilt? I shook my head and tried to think more clearly when the bell rang. Maybe I actually pay attention and try to get up my mind out of this. I don't think that's what that said at all, but it's basically what it dared not to. Lost my train of thought and focus at the end of that. Oh, yeah, we're going to have to read another part. This will not be recorded in one full session. Unless I speed read. Hey, everyone, get prepared. I'm going to speed read. I calmly, though, I wanted to shove all this food down my throat and leave the large and packed lunchroom. I sat at the end of the table with my base back facing wall. Rose sat at my side. John was directly in front of me and Jade right next to him. I wasn't really listening to anything anyone was saying. More so just staring off and allowed my mind to wander wherever it pleased. Someone took my shoulder and I turned to them, asking what they wanted. Have you not been paying attention this entire time, Dave? Jade asked, though it was Rose who had brought me back to reality. No, I haven't. What's up? I asked, giving her my full attention as she rolled her big, bright green eyes. We're having a get-together at John's tomorrow so that Rose and I can unwind and relax before our concert on Wednesday. You guys have a concert? I questioned, looking to Rose for confirmation as she nodded. I didn't even know you guys played anything. I shrugged it off and took another bite of my sandwich. Well, you wouldn't know if you were listening. I played the bass and Rose plays the violin. I nodded, though I really didn't care. What time is the concert? I'll be sure to come. Six o'clock, and Wednesday is a half day as well. Well, um, six, six o'clock, and Wednesday is a half day as well. Rose informed me, and I gave her a thumbs up since my mouth was full. I kind of stopped paying attention to the girls as I focused on a certain dork who had been strangely quiet and wondering if he was still upset about me bringing up his friend. 
So are you going to be there tomorrow? Jade asked, the excitement returning to her voice. Where? Ah, you're insufferable, she exclaimed, laying her head on the table. I raised an eyebrow and peered at John out of the corner of my eye when he giggled. To my house for a party. We have these little get-togethers the night before all of their concerts. It's kind of turned into a tradition, tradition John stated, looking at me through my shades, and for a quick moment, I thought he could see through me. I quickly turned my head away and felt my glasses, just making sure they were there, which, of course, they were. I was just being paranoid. Maybe I'll show, maybe I won't. I shrugged, keeping my head turned the other way. But, Dave! <clears throat> oh, no, I did not like that. <sighs> I looked at Jade questioningly as she continued saying my name in a very drawn-out and annoying manner. I sighed as it continued. It went on and on and on. I rolled my eyes and finished eating my lunch before getting up and leaving, Jade's voice still being heard. I heard Rose calling after me, saying that she'd see me in class. We had compared schedules earlier, and P was the only class we shared. I dumped my tray and headed for the drawer. I had enough with this randomness. I just wanted for everything to be quiet for a while. Sorry about Jade. She just... Sorry, sorry about Jade. She's just, she's used to getting whatever she wants, John said as he ran up to me. I shrugged, not looking at him as I walked to the gym for my last hour. It's not a big deal. I just want to be somewhere quiet right now. Long day? His voice lowered like he knew the feeling. You feeling all... You feeling all right, Egbert? I asked and he looked up at me and smiled. Yeah, I'm okay. Why do you ask? He beamed. Okay. He beamed. Okay. Now he was just trying. I don't know. You're just being pretty quiet. And what I've seen of you so far, you're usually very happy and talkative. Can't help but feel like it's my fault for bringing up your friend. Why did I actually feel guilty? It's not like this kid really mattered to me. He stared at me for a moment and again, I felt self-conscious and felt for my glasses. They were still there. John laughed and looked at and I looked at him oddly. No, it has nothing to do with that. He smiled sincerely at me. I'm just trying to sort some things out, and it's actually pretty frustrating. He looked down uncomfortably, re returned his gaze to me. Don't worry about me. He, you seem to have enough on your plate as is. I sighed and shrugged it off. He was right. I had enough to deal with right now. I didn't need any more emotional baggage. So, where are you headed? The gym. Uh, I raised an eye. Bro, his hesitance. The gym is that way. He chuckled, pointing behind us. I huffed in irritation as the world is, at the world as I turned around, listening to John's laughter. Yeah, we have like... 10, 13 more minutes exactly. I might be able to speed read this. I sighed as I got onto the bus to go home with Jade, talking my ear off about how we needed to meet up sometime to rehearse for the play. It's going to be so cool, she shouted, gaining a few odd glances. I chuckled and rubbed the back of my head. Yeah, but don't you think you should focus on your song for the concert instead of thinking so much about the play right now? She stopped to think about it. Oh my god, John, you're right! Uh, uh, okay, I sighed in relief, glad I didn't have to listen to it anymore, but that wasn't the end of it. She just went on about how excited she was about playing in front of an audience again and about how rude Dave was to talk walk away from her. She threw suggestions out for which movies we should watch tomorrow night, and she wondered what types of movies Dave liked. She figured he'd be into action movies and what I had, sh had should be okay. 
I let out a relieved breath when she got off of her stout, waving as she exited. I waited back before putting my headphones in and blasting my music. What was I supposed to do? About God. I know, I knew I didn't just like him as a friend, but I knew I wasn't homosexual. Uh, I couldn't be. Maybe it was a brotherly love. John's denial in all these Dave John fanfics is cringy and hilarious, but if, and yeah, I know this is a weird ship, but if you've ever read Bro John fix, John almost never goes through this phase of denial. He pretty much straight up's like, all right, yeah, Bro's handsome, let's get this on. <laughs> it's such a hilarious contrast between the two striders. Oh, but his denial becomes increasingly more prominent in Dirk John Fix. I read a fic recently where um, Dirk and John uh, got married as a dare, I want to say. And they actually ended up both falling for each other, which I find hilarious as all fuck. But it wasn't just John who was denying it. It was also Dirk for some reason. I think it was because of how badly things went with Jake and Cannon. Like, there was no communication between Jake and Dirk and Cannon. We're at 50 minutes. Oof. I could just stop it here and record the next part. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna do that. What's I supposed to do? I got bug. Uh, I couldn't be. Maybe it was a brother who loved. I've never had a brother, so I had no idea what it felt like to have one. So maybe, no. I felt a sisterly love for Jade, and it was nothing like this. But maybe sisterly love and brotherly love were different somehow. Hell, I don't know. I focused on my music, actually listening to the words on the beat. Anything other than my own thoughts. I just wanted to distract my mind and not think about this anymore. I would sort it out later, maybe. As I stepped off the bus, and walked around the block of my house. I taped, tapped my fingers against my leg to the, to the music as if I was playing a song on a piano and I remembered that I hadn't played in a while. My fingers must be getting anxious. I rolled my eyes and laughed at myself for implying that my fingers had minds of their own. I unlocked the front door and stepped into my house, expecting to be greeted by the terribly sweet scent of a newly baked cake. But there was nothing. No sweet smells of any baked goods. No beeping or clanking coming from the kitchen. Nothing but silence. Silence and suspicion. Quietly, I closed and locked the door and crept into the kitchen, peeking in before actually fully going into the usually occupied but now strangely empty room. There was no pans out, nor was there any batter, or any sort of cooking materials out of place. Strange, I mumbled to myself before turning to the fridge, where I expected there was a note for my dad stuck to it. What do you know? I pulled the small sticky note off of the surface and caught metal and read it. Son, I will be home late. I hope don't mind, but I have to do overtime today. In order to get tomorrow off to be there for your movie day, I will prepare a cake for the event before your friends arrive. Love, Dad. I rolled my eyes and sighed as I wrote him a quick response and stuck it in the same place it was. It's fine, Dad. And that's okay. We don't need any cake. <laughs> you know you like the cake, John. Yeah. <laughs> I made my way up to the room and set my backpack by my door as I swung it shut behind me before flopping down on my bed. 
After a few long minutes, I rolled onto my back so my eyes could scan the familiar room. Quickly finding and setting on my keyboard in the far corner as it collected dust, I saw it as I forced myself up to go over to it and sit down at the bench in front of it. I turned it on and messed a little with the setting before positioning my fingers over the keys to play, but returned them to my lap when I realized I didn't have the slight, slightest clue as to what I was going to play. I felt like playing something dark and sad with a nice tempo, but no songs came to mind. After a long while, I finally just said fuck it and let my fingers go at it. Of course, using those amazing minds of theirs, I giggled at how stupid that was. I'm not sure how long it was I was caught up in my zone, but I was finally pulled up out of it when the non-stop popping sound coming from my computer finally reached my ears. I left my keyboard to answer whoever was pestering me so fiercely. Turntech got it, began pestering Octobiologist. Hey Derp, yo, answer me. I have something to tell you. Not really, but answer me anyway. Oi, Derp, answer me already. What do you hate me now? What do you hate me now? Oh, that's weird. Fine then, I'll just go... Weep a corner like a goddamn princess waiting for a prince turn, but he never shows, cause he's got a family to feed back in Europe where his parents fell ill and dropped like the sick beats I'm cooking up. It's like, holy shit, where'd this chick come from? Pretty sure I didn't order a hot chick in a tower. What am I gonna fight a dragon? Bring it on. What are you talking about? Oh, there you are. Hi. Good morning. How are you? It's almost four in the afternoon. So I said let it be morning and it was and it was because I'm God I sighed mm, okay I'm okay you seem irritated I was playing the piano when you started pestering me oh sorry man it's fine on the other hand you seem to be in good mood surprise him yes what happened I've actually had I've actually had a pretty long entire day and I've been really hungry right okay I've just really wanted to talk to you all day and uh, <coughs> ooh that's not good. Now I get to. And as a bonus, when I got home, I was treated to AJ and ramen. So yeah, I'm a bit of a good mood right now. My face heated up when he said he just wanted to talk to me. It made me feel important and wanted. Cool. Ramen sounds good now. Oh. oh. Cool. Ramen sounds good now. I know, dude. I'm going to make some more right now. I would offer you some, but I have no way, way of getting it to you. That's fine. I'll go see if we have any. I walked away from my computer to head downstairs to the kitchen, searching the pantry for any ramen but found none, and added a PS to my note to Dad, telling him that we needed some. I made my way back to my room, turning off my keyboard as I head back to my computer. Oh, we got five minutes remaining! We don't have any. That sucks. My place is always loaded with this shit. It's amazing. Luckily, lucky we don't. Lucky we only get it every now and then. That's majorly blows, man. I know. When we meet, I'll make sure to to make you some. And what will that be? After a few minutes with no answer, I started to feel really guilty. Thinking that I was the wrong thing to ask, to say. I was relieved when he finally messaged back. Sorry, dude. I was slurping these delicious noodles. I started laughing as the relief flooded my thoughts. I thought I had heard him. We will eventually meet. I'm just not sure exactly when. But it will happen. Oh. We will meet. I'm not sure when exactly when, but it will happen. Sounds good to me. I can't wait to meet you. Dave Strider. Oh. Okay. Yeah, we have to stop recording. Yeah, at least the section that we have to read now isn't too long. 
Alright, I went on a lot of weird tangents. Maybe that's why this is... Um, so, next chapter, I'll have to read the rest, review what happened in that entire chapter. Then I'll have to try and read as quickly as I can the next chapter. Anyway, uh, I hope all you lovely people are having a good day, good night, wherever you may be. Um, I hope you're getting the love you all deserve. Uh, you're being getting uh, hydrating yourself enough, eating properly, sleeping properly, if possible. I know insomnia is a <coughs> I know insomnia is a heavy subject. Hmm. All right. Well, I love you all, you people. Have a good uh, day, night, evening. All right, see ya.